Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party, a podcast for working women that support each other's successes. In each episode, we bring in leading female powerhouses for career, real talk, and BS-free advice. Ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. Um, Actually, I've been really looking forward to doing this one for a multitude of reasons, really. And before I start off, I just want everyone to know that I have many girlfriends, good, good girlfriends that I've had since, you know, well, school, really. I don't need to see them all the time to pick up where we left off. I don't feel our friendship's always the same when and if we get to see each other. And it's funny, really, because, you know, you meet different people. Oh, well, just so you know, this episode is going to be called Jealous Bitches. Why the name and why so harsh? Well, Women really are their own worst enemy. And I wanted to sort of highlight this in a way. And it's like not like, as I said from the beginning, I have a lot of female friends. My female friends are some of my most important relationships ever. And I'm definitely not a woman that loses her friends when she meets a man. And I think a lot of, you know, a lot of women do. You have different friendships in your life and you have different women that come in and out of your life for different periods of your life. And you attract different people when you're in different moods. Like I, I, I understand that fully. And so there will be people that you've had in your life your whole life. There will be people that come in, as you call it, for a blessing or a lesson. There will be people that stay. And there will be people that you lose along the way. Even the ones you think would never go, sometimes go. And it's learning to deal with that. I suppose I used to be quite sensitive about it and say, what's wrong with me? And what's wrong with what have I done? And I've understood that a lot of times it's actually not about you. It's about the period they're in their lives, you know, the journey they're on. Maybe you suited them for a certain period of time. Women call each other's users or this or that and taking advantage of each other. But at the end of the day, relationships in general, everybody uses everybody. And I think that's an important 
lesson to learn. And I, I get that a lot, you know, even, even in my male female relationship, you know, people sort of love to think that maybe Sergio was here for the wrong reasons in using me or I'm using him, well, I don't, you know, whatever. The fact is in life, everybody uses everybody, every relationship you will ever have in your life has things that you need and you use from each other. I mean, it's, it's a give and take. It's an even playing field and you generally don't feel completely overused and that's okay. You know, like you can have periods of times where your friends, if you're in a low period, your friends reach out and actually, funnily enough, you always, we all know this, you always have more friends around when the chips are down. Like as soon as the shit hits the fan, I have like literally cues of people that want to help me. The moment I'm like in my bubble of like, okay, this I'm I'm going to ride this train and this is really doing well for me. Everybody sort of disperses. It's like it's the weirdest thing with women. And that's again, I've I've been trying to work it out because in the last year as well, I have had a few relationships that I thought would never go go. And it's that thing of letting it go. And understanding that, you know, as I said, it was beautiful for that period of time. Just as men in your life may have a chapter, and which is what I've been trying to tell you through these podcasts, not to feel like you're a failure, not to feel like, you know, you're not worthy if if your relationship doesn't last, that you'll never find somebody else. It's the same with women. Women are exactly the same. You know, they're not meant to be in your life the whole way through. You can't choose a girlfriend and think that they, you know, you're going to grow the same direction. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I remember when I was pregnant, like fully pregnant, and obviously I was young. So you have single girlfriends who want to go out and party and do all that. So like, were they as interested in hanging out with their pregnant fat friend who at that time, you know, I had, even I had twins. I could barely waddle around the house, let alone go to a nightclub. Um, and you can't drink and you're not much fun and you're miserable. So like, no, of course not. And and once you've had a baby, you're then on that trajectory too, where you're just in that breastfeeding and you're in the baby mode and you're going to classes and you've got, I had a business. So I didn't have time for my girlfriends then either. So, you know, and I try to remember all this because I think when I do have more time and I, what I do do is I always make time for my girlfriends. Like if if they need me, really need me, I think I'm a true, true friend like that. I really rate myself because I've looked back at it and I'm like, you know, I have friends that call me up that haven't spoken to me in ages and go like, I'm really having a shit time. And I'll go, my guest room is open. And then I think to myself afterwards, I'm like, fuck, would they've done that for me? But then, you know, sometimes you need to give without receiving and understand that, you know, maybe they can't give the same. Maybe they're in, they were in a different place at the time. Maybe they don't see it that way. Maybe your story isn't their story. And as I always say, there's three sides to every story your version, their version, and the truth. And the truth is generally somewhere in in the middle. So I think learning to let go of people when you can is key. And learning to let go of your past. And, and, And if you come back, you may come back, you know, not to hold on to anger or anything like this, because at the end of the day, you can't expect people to react the same way to the same scenario. And actually reality TV really taught me that, really, really taught me that and taught one of the girls this amazingly because one of the girls that started off Ladies of London, she'd actually had a lot of TV experience. And I think when she put the cast together, she really thought she would remain top dog of this show because it was her show in her mind, right? And she could sort of manipulate us to to uh, react a certain way so she could be the top dog and she could be the one in charge and she could be the one that came out the best. 
But the thing is, and what I what she learned pretty bloody fast is when you've got six women with six different opinions and six different views, you can't control how we're going to react to the same situation and everybody reacted differently. And that's what I took from that. And I played in my own life because, you know, what you think is a bizarre reaction, you know, they're in it. You know, that, that show was not scripted. And each reaction we had was that initial reaction. We didn't get to refilm. We all, we all were brought into the same room with the same people and we all reacted differently. So I think that's a really interesting thing to take into life because no matter how we would react to a certain situation, maybe our girlfriends wouldn't. You know, I try and be a grown up and understand that because women really are our own worst enemies. So let's take a little break and discuss Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So I use Green Chef when I'm back to back with meetings and things like this. And I really am always on a calorie controlled diet that I'm trying to keep going. And so when I travel, Green Chef is just the best ingredients and totally convenient for me to use as you choose from a wide, easy variety of recipes, perfect for keto, paleo, plant-based diets, or just eating healthier. They're delivered straight to your door with an easy step-by-step prep, instructions and chef's tips and photos to guide you along. So let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week. So girls, if you're on any sort of diet and you do go to work every day, this is so easy because it's delivered to your door with everything ready, all you need to make these meals. And it's so convenient. It it really is my go-to whenever I'm in the States. Go to greenchef.com forward slash divorced 90 and use the code divorced 90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. So go to greenchef.com forward slash divorced 90 and use code divorce 90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. And instead of supporting each other, we tend to sort of pull each other down. You know, I looked at it a lot because men really don't put up with this shit. I mean, they really don't. They don't judge each other. They don't go out to dinner and look at what they're wearing. In fact, men don't even worry about what they're wearing. It's like they don't get dressed. I mean, they have like the smallest wardrobes ever and they don't really care. They don't look each other up and down and ask where they got each other's watches and jewelry and and judge each other on their dress. They, They take each other as is. They don't gossip about each other. They don't ask each other about marriage. They don't talk about their kids. Life is just simple for them. They live in the moment. They enjoy what they're doing. And you don't hear them like go out for dinner with somebody and then do a whole ring round of six people and ask for their opinion on what's just happened. Women do that. It's the weirdest thing. You go for dinner, you think you've had a lovely night and everything is like a loaded question. You have to be so careful. It's like semi doing an interview. Look, you know, I've learned along the way and it's very funny because I'm considering we're in the middle of COVID. It's been an unbelievably horrendous year. People are dying. Sergio and I have hit, I mean, I think we've gone viral with some of the most ridiculous headlines I've ever read in my adult life. I mean, obviously they're clickbait, but it was very funny because again, this is an article. And when I decided to do something like this, it was for female magazine, not 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 a not a tabloid. But I mean, I should have I should have known better. I've I've only ever 
got screwed in this in this arena. But again, I I was trying to do an uplifting women's empowerment, level the playing field. I can't stress it enough. You know, people are dying. COVID is going on. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, the elections are happening. Like I wanted a happy sort of like women are rising article. And instead what I ended up with, which is again, fine. Thank God I, I managed to shut Sergio up because I, <laughs> his mouth, you know, he's not used to this. I mean, he's mortified, but it's so funny. You know, being written by a woman, I actually said to her, don't you think it's amazing that you're even calling me about this? Because if you go into any London restaurant or nightclub today, Every table is sat with an older man, younger woman, and nobody bats an eyelid. I think, you know, there are 30 to 40 year age difference. I think 30, there's one of the Rolling Stones right now with his girlfriend. It's beyond. And they just put a lovely picture of them with, you know, 30 years age gap, having a snog. And I'm suddenly this cougar that needs to go on the Jeremy Kyle show. It's incredible to me. And if you, those of you don't know what the Jeremy Kyle show is, as like doing something so wrong. I mean, you know, Sergio is a grown assed man. And at the end of the day, he has a choice. And you can't hold someone on. If Sergio didn't want to be here, Sergio would not be here for an hour longer than he needed. He has two feet. You know, he has a mind of his own. So I haven't hypnotized him to be here. He's here. The bottom line is that people are always going to talk about you. So I suggest that you live your life regardless. Live for you and do what's best for you because at the end of the day, no one's going to, you know, hand you a medal at the end for sticking to the rule book. No one's going to be there at the end and say, you did it right. You know, and I think, again, Sergio and I, although I never wanted to be the poster child for this, and I still really don't understand why we are. I feel like, you know, some of those sort of 80-year-old women that go off to Greece and come home with a, you know, young Greek boy and that's, you know, get wheeled out on this morning TV. And it's so funny because I, I genuinely think I look good for my age. Thank God. But, you know, again, this is another thing written by a woman. I get so much over-preemed, over-plucked. Now, let me tell you, having been on TV for as long as I was with a... um reality show. Once you've had your hair and makeup done every bloody day to get up, you don't want it. So if I'm having a team of people doing my hair and makeup here, it's not so that I can't get up on my own. It's simply because I I do a shoot. I'm working. I have photographers coming. You know, my job requires me to look like this. It's not my vanity. You know, if I'm not employed, I can't look after my family. I'm sick to death of reading about myself. I think I read this week I was a billionaire. I've gone from a millionaire, billionaire. I hear so many things about myself that it's incredible. If I was a billionaire, let me tell you something, I would not be doing this hustle. I would be lying on on an island with Sergio with my feet up doing absolutely nothing. Those of you who have been following me all these years see that I work all day, all night. Okay, I just do. The hours change. I'm building a team. This is not for gratification so I can put my face all over the place. This is for genuinely so I can provide for my future, so that I can provide with my ex for my children, so that I can provide a life for myself. And that's the honest truth. I've, I've got to pay all the staff around me. I've got to, you know, 
pay my bills just like you do. And those are facts. And writing that I'm a billionaire in the papers and all this, and no matter how loud I shout and tell people that it, it's not true, nobody listens. So I'm telling you on the only platform I have that I earn my money monthly, just like you, just like anyone. Whether I make more or less than you is immaterial. I still go to work. I still do the hustle and I'm paid on what they believe I'm worth. Okay. So, you know, I am not a billionaire, nor have I ever been, nor is my family. And that's the God's honest truth. And I don't need you to accept it. I don't need you to understand it. I just need you to stop thinking I'm some privileged girl who doesn't have to do anything and is just for the sake of it, poncing around on Instagram all day. It could not be further from the truth. And anyone in the business world that knows me knows that I'm one of the hardest working people, you know, ever. It's funny. So the, the ones that really, and, and, it, and it always comes from women. So there are women that honestly have believed that they can't do it, right? Or they, they don't know where to start. And the thing is, as I've said before, the first step is the hardest step. Once you take that initial step, a business is normally like a train. It kind of snowballs and keep, it goes faster and faster and momentum grows if you put love and passion into it. When I first started my business, it's your close friends, it's the girls around you, the ones that you know the best that seem to judge you the most because you don't have as much time for them. And that's not by choice. It's just genuinely you don't have time. By the time you've got home from an office, built an office, hired people, done all the things that you need to do, looked after your children, looked after your husband, you know, organized the house. There's no time for anything. The closest ones are always the most jealous. Those jealous bitches, the ones that always surprise you, the ones that you think would have your back, don't behind your back. You know, and that's what upsets me. You know, there's always an underlining of like, it was easy for her. There's an underlining like, you know, distrust because they know you, they slide under. And the, some of the nicest messages I get from women are the women I don't know. Actually, it's really weird. Like yesterday, there's a very famous singer here and she's amazing, but she's written to me a few times. And she wrote to me yesterday and sent me her new song called Goddess. And she wrote, the, these words are inspired by you. Just completely out of the blue. Not for any reason, not for anything. Just because she wanted me to hear it. What a beautiful, beautiful message. You know, and then some of the people that hurt you the most are the ones that are the closest to you. I mean, I suppose that's because they have that power over you. But, you know, the ones you help the most, the ones that you put your trust in the most, are the ones that throw it back in your face. I've had it lately with friends that I never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. The ones that you think you can rely on the most, as soon as they get what they want from you, they tend to fuck off. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So let's take another break from the show. And I want to remind you about Gemist, the hair care products I absolutely love. I could never find a shampoo and conditioner that works for me because I have bleach blonde hair, which you all know. And so many of you com have commented lately on how glossy and thick and gorgeous it looks. So thank you, Gemis. It's really easy to use. I took a two-minute quiz and an algorithm simply matched me to the best shampoo and conditioner I've ever used. It's not magic. It's just pure science. I've also had so much great feedback on my DM, which is so nice to see from all of you that are 
started trying it and also agree with me saying it's the best shampoo you've ever used. So that makes me feel great. So happy you're having the same results as I am. Gemist is also a female owned company, which I love. The CEO and founder, Alison Haar, she's a mom of two and a dog mom and a Harvard graduate. So I'm super impressed and I love things like this to women supporting women in business. So if you're ready to have the best hair of your life, try Gemist. Right now, my listeners can give Gemist a try and get 20% off their shampoo and conditioner. Just visit Gemist.com to get your personalized recommendation and enter DND at checkout for 20% off and free two-day shipping. That is Gemist.com, G-E-M-M-I-S-T dot com and enter code DND at checkout to get the best hair of your life. Let's get back to the show. If you argue with a girlfriend or you, you know, you have a bad moment, sometimes I feel like that corrects the balance. Sometimes I feel you need to get that out to adjust your feelings and maybe one of you's feeling a certain way. And that's all right, by the way. I have no ego when it comes to that. You know, sometimes a good shout and a cry or whatever it is you need is exactly what you need in your relationship. But other women I know that when you get to that point, they can't fucking handle it. They can't handle it. They're yes people only. You tell them one thing you don't like and they're out the fucking door. Out the door. And so what kind of relationship is that? It's the only way I can keep a relationship is by telling somebody they're wonderful and that they're on the right path. And by the way, I'm not also blind. I'm very, I'm somebody that completely helicopters their own life. You know, and especially if I've had an argument with somebody that I really love and I think, well, what did I do? And would I have read it her way? And how does she see it? You know, I can really look at myself and go, you know what? You didn't behave right. Or, you know, I understand why she wasn't happy with my behavior then. Or, you know, I could have done it differently and I can apologize. But there are some times that, you know, I'm, I, I'm unbending and I think, you know what? I was fucking right and you're wrong. And sometimes you have to bend too. It can't all be one way. And that's when you understand, I think, whether something's run its course. And I've had it with, you know, a few, few relationships, ones that were really important in my life. And I never thought I would ever let them go. But sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes you simply don't have a choice. And if you come back later, okay. And if you don't, it's okay too. And normally these relationships are replaced. I'm an incredibly happy place right now, no matter with what things are going on in my life. And trust me, there are some things that I'd like not to be in my life right now. We all have issues, but I feel incredibly content. I can't decide whether that's, you know, Sergio's arrival, that just the growing, starting my business. You know, I think my business has always made me feel fulfilled. So these girls can't touch me. And I think if you put yourself on a playing field where, you know, you make your world your world. So, you know, my world revolves around my children. I love the team that I'm trying to build for my work. I love my work. That completely completes me. You know, everything has to have a line. Your friendships have a line. You know, your staff, the people that work with you have to have a line where you all know where you stand in your relationship. You have to be able to talk to each other, but you have to have a line. Everybody, everybody around you needs to know where that line starts and ends. It doesn't matter really. I just think that we have grown up in a society which has been so materialistic and so driven by financial gain and by, you know, what men we could get and status, 
status and power. And we've been reaching for the wrong goals. We're reaching for the wrong things. And instead of inner peace, instead of motivating ourselves for a greater good, I think I've told you before, I, you know, whenever I used to make money before, when I hit a, when I hit a certain amount, I would always donate to other people just to make myself and to feel like I was giving back too. I feel like we need to lose those jealous bitches. We need to lose that toxic energy around us. We need to stop feeling sorry for ourselves that the world's happening to us. We need to start taking action in any positive way. Lend a hand to other people. You know, if you lend a hand, you get six hands back. Trust me on this. When I've heard, actually, I heard it this week as well. Like somebody was telling me that, you know, somebody I thought was close to me wasn't saying very nice things about me behind my back. And at the beginning, I sort of gave the benefit of the doubt because I was like, okay, well, you know, she's not in a great place herself and it's okay. You know, she would have said it like this. And I can take criticism, by the way. And I can take, you know, not everyone, I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Nobody is. And that's fine too. But I don't like it when people go out of their way. I don't like it when people want to ruin something that you've worked for. I don't like it when people really make you a topic. I'm learning more and more about this since I've been with Sergio because I think so many people are sort of willing, wanting this to fail for whatever reason, for their own reasons, or wanting me to get egg on my face and look like this silly old fool that fell in love with some young boy and, you know, is in the middle of a midlife crisis and none of this is real because, you know, as I said, if, if this is real, it requires people to look at their own lives and what they've decided that their own life should look like for the rest of their lives. I mean, when this article came out, I got a ton of people sending it to me like I hadn't seen it. Of course, I've seen it. Everyone's seen it. You know, I'm now in Australia, New Zealand, Germany, England. I mean, it's bizarre because again, if I was a man, this wouldn't have made, wouldn't have made two inches of a column, let alone world, global news at this point. But anyway, what gives these people rights to, to criticize the way I look? If I'm more happy with the way I look, then, you know, great. I have a beautiful boyfriend who's incredibly happy with the way I look. He doesn't see plumped and overly done. And I have to be honest, nor do I. I mean, you know, I've built my entire business on sending, you know, all my, my friends and clients to my doctors. If I look weird, I don't think any of them would be trotting off there. But, you know, again, it makes you feel better to say that I look, look a certain way or, or, you know, I'm so honest with what I've done to myself. And then you add more things. Like if I hear one more person say that my lips are overplumped, you know, that's just me putting on lipstick. But again, what gives you the right? I've told you a million times what I've done to myself. And then you have to throw in more and more and more lies. So what I've understood is no matter what I say, no matter what I do, you're going to have your prejudgment anyway. I'm being prejudged from the outset, from my Instagram, from my YouTube, from my lifestyle. I'm leading a lifestyle that doesn't fit into the norm, that hasn't been really explored before. I suppose it is incredibly new. I didn't know that I was going to be groundbreaking, but okay, I'll do it. I'll do one for the girls. You know, I know a lot of women feel the same way as I do. But at the same time, you know, I've understood that I'm not going to change your opinion, you know, and I've understood that's okay. Because it's either your insecurity, and a lot of women have their own insecurities. So to see me sort of doing, doing the life that maybe they wish they could and doing it happily. And, you know, as again, I, I, I can't stress enough. 
I have a lot of problems in my life too, except I face them head on with a smile. I've learned nothing in life can't be fixed. If you face a problem head on, no matter how hard you can fix it in whichever way you want. So if it's from building your business, if it's from rebuilding your marriage, if it's from troubled teenagers, if it's from, you know, relationships with girlfriends, if you want to fix something bad enough, you can fix it. It's your choice. So, you know, I'm not going to spend time changing your opinion about me because at the end of the day, you're still all talking about me, good or bad. You're talking about me. I've also understood to be talked about and to be discussed in a way that I seem to be is either way good, good for me, good for my brand. And all you haters or supporters are both sides supporting me. Regardless, you're going to talk. My mother always told me it's better to be talked about than not at all. You're going to talk about me regardless or other people. Forget me. Everybody. Everybody talks about everybody. And so you may as well give them something to talk about. And if the greatest thing that you guys have to talk about right now is that I have an 18-year age gap with my boyfriend, I mean, bring it on. I really couldn't give a shit. This is my relationship. I'm beyond happy. This is not ending soon. And Sergio and I are very comfortable with our age gap. And if it doesn't bother us, it really shouldn't bother you. I think my final message to you guys are, learn to be happy in yourself. Learn to choose the right people and let them go at the right time. And just don't let those jealous bitches in. Don't let them choose your path for you. Only you know which direction you want to go. And those jealous bitches, they're really fans. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. 